You've come to the right place. If you're a course creator looking to build more impact, income, and freedom, LMSCast is the number one podcast for course creators just like you. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of the most powerful tool for building, selling, and protecting engaging online courses called Lifter LMS. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. I'm joined today by a special guest, Kathy Zant from WordFence. How are you doing, Kathy? Doing great. Thanks for having me. Kathy is a WordPress security expert, and I wanted to ask you first, uh, if we're working with clients as WordPress people, how do we explain why security is important? Security is incredibly important. Um, some statistics that I've seen show that over 50% of small businesses, when they get hacked, um, it affects their business because they're not, you know, to clean a site for a security professional, not a big deal. But if security is not your main line of business, it can take days to get your site back up. If you're not watching your site, it can affect your search engine rankings. It can affect your business overall. Um, Customers trying to find you can get redirected. Overall, the main reason why security is important for the small business is that your website is the first impression. It's the storefront, the digital storefront for your business. So when someone shows up at that storefront, if it's defaced, if it's you know directing to a competitor, or if it's directing to a bad neighborhood, it affects your business, it affects your customers, it affects your prospects, and then affects your bottom line. So once customers start seeing that, they understand how important security is. That's awesome. And I, I mean, I've been hacked before on my websites, and I've had different issues going on. And I feel like security is one of those things where um, it's not like glamorous. And then when, when it finally happens to you, you're going to wish you had had something in place all, all along to both prevent it or be ready to deal with it if something does happen. It's just one of those lessons learned the hard way. And I would just encourage you who's watching or listening, if you have not been hacked yet or experienced security problems, it's better to have some things in place to address that before having something bad happen and then and then kind of scramble to deal with it like you described. If you don't have the tools to fix it or don't know who to call, it's a, it can you can lose valuable time and money, especially if your website's an e-commerce site. There's all kinds of risk at play here. Exactly. I mean, car insurance is not a real fun, exciting <laughs> topic. It's not going to, um, you know, you, you can't talk about how... Um, how your kids, you know, getting to school on time, you know, is important, right? It's important to your kids to get to school on time and to be in class and everything. How does that relate to car insurance? Well, I mean, if you're not defensive driving, if you're not, you know, watching, you know, stop signs and things like that, it it doesn't sound like a really interesting topic. But if you're not, you know, getting car insurance, it can affect, you know, all aspects of your life. And for your digital life, for your digital business, it can affect everything from your customer's being able to email you because you can end up on spam blacklists. It can affect your customers being able to, you know, refer business to you. It affects so many different parameters of your business. It's not just, you know, somebody coming to your website. If you're running ad traffic, for example, you're running an ad campaign on Facebook or any other social media and you're sending traffic to your digital storefront and then that's going someplace else, it can really ruin your business and cost a lot of money. 
Great points. Well, what, so you come from wordfence.com. What does Wordfence do to help website owners with security? Yes. Well, we are solely in the WordPress world. WordFence is a plugin. It's freely available on the repository. We have over 2 million installs around the world. Um, it does have a premium, premium um, aspects that you can unlock. And that premium um, key is $99 a year. And there's discounts for larger um, numbers of keys if you wanted to purchase them. It's primarily a firewall. That's how it's going to protect your site. But so it also explain has, that. Explain that. Sure. What is a firewall for the non-techie? Okay. Well, the firewall is looking at the traffic that's coming into your website and analyzing it based on a number of parameters. It's looking for markers of malicious activity. So some malicious activity might be a SQL injection. And SQL is a database statement. And a SQL injection appends some... Um, directives onto that normal SQL statement to do malicious activity to get into your database to basically break in um, to your site. Um, so it will look for things like that, cross-site scripting, other types of malicious activity. The premium feature has a really cool thing, this is how we keep the lights on, um, is the real-time blacklist. Because we're installed on so many websites, WordPress websites, if we see a malicious IP address or malicious traffic, traffic coming from an IP address, say in Algeria, and it's attacking a site in Germany, for example, and you have premium on your site and your site's hosted at GoDaddy, um, just because we see that malicious traffic coming from that IP address, we block all of our premium customers that IP address for them. So it's got, it's looking at the types of traffic and then premiums actually blocking IP addresses that we know are malicious. And that's a rolling blacklist. You don't have to go like blocking that IP forever. It just, we see that activity and it gets blocked. So, so that's, that's very cool. That's that's like a network effect where it gets more yeah. valuable the bigger you guys get and just more relevant, more data coming in to to you know where where is all the bad stuff coming from? Exactly. What is tell us more about what you were saying at the um uh it, it, that's included in the free level, the free firewall. What is it doing exactly? It's looking at the malicious activity. So yeah. if that you know that our mythical creature in Algeria, which is probably a bot, right? Yeah. Most of because WordPress is installed on so many sites, it's the biggest traffic. So bots are just constantly attacking WordPress, looking for any kind of vulnerability. It's looking for, like for example, that SQL injection to see if it will work. It's looking for outdated plugins and and known vulnerabilities that exist, and it just keeps poking until it finds a weakness. Um, so, you know, WordFence is looking for, on all of those sites, it's, it's blocking that kind of activity on the free uh, version. And then it also kind of phones home to, <laughs> to us and lets us know that that IP address is doing malicious activity. So on all those 2 million sites that are running WordFence free, it informs and helps the premium users also block that IP address. Could you speak a little bit more to... I've heard people when we're talking about security, they ask like, why would these hackers or spammers or whatever want to, like, why do they care about my website? And you mentioned that a lot of it is actually not human. It's bot or computer program traffic or whatever. Like, why does this, why does this even a problem in the first place? 
What's right. the goal? What yeah. are they trying to do? Our mythical creature. Yes. Well, b- behind that mythical creature, that bot that's attacking everything, there, there's a guy <laughs> or maybe a group of guys. I'm not entirely sure. Or maybe it's a woman. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. But um, they, they're looking for they're looking for it's, it's all profit based. So the types of malicious activity that we see um, primarily has been in the SEO world. The more obviously you have a website, the more you know, inbound links you have pointing at that website, the higher it is in the search engines, right? So they're looking to basically get into your site and either um, direct links to a site so that it rises in the search engine. They're looking to put a malicious link somewhere in your site that redirects your customer's site to their site so that they get, you know, views or they get affiliate commissions, those types of things. And in the past um, couple of years, as cryptocurrencies have become more and more valuable, we've seen a lot of crypto miners showing up on sites so that your customer or your prospect that's visiting your website, is their machine is actually mining cryptocurrency in a JavaScript little script that's running on their browser because they visited your hacked site. So that's, but it's all profit motive. You know, they're looking to make a buck. And even though your site is small and you might think it's insignificant and not important, it's a matter of scale. They have these bots looking for any kind of malicious or any kind of vulnerability so that they can get in there maliciously. And so they do a hundred sites, you know, it's like hacking one big site, but I mean, it's still valuable to them. Awesome. Well, now we know the why behind the what, like why this is going on. If if you that is watching or listening wants to get started and ins- and just install the free WordFence plugin, what are the quick setup tips that you recommend? How do they get the plugin and what should they do at first with the settings or whatever? Okay. Well, it's freely available on the repository, so you can just download it, install it activate it. Um, It'll ask you, it'll walk you through some basic setup, but the primary things to watch for, first of all, is to optimize the firewall. And that, what it actually does, and I'm I'm trusting that your your audience knows a little bit about um, WordPress and how it works. There is a file that runs on your server called htaccess, and it has some directives that basically tell WordPress what to do. And so when you optimize the firewall, it adds a little bit of code in there that basically says, run the firewall before you hit WordPress. And that actually... um, improves the performance of your site because the firewall is actually blocking malicious traffic before it's accessing all that WordPress is so that your customers and actually, you know, valid traffic is engaging with WordPress rather than malicious traffic. So that would be the first thing I do. Then you want to run a scan. Um, It has a malware and vulnerability scanner as well. Um, that's kind of how it got started. Um, so run a scan and see what it reports back. It will tell you, one, if you've got malicious files on your system. And if you do, we have a site cleaning service, but it will also walk you through how to remove those files or how to clean those files. It will tell you if there's any files that don't match core. Um, you know, So that's a really neat way to be on top of um, even the latest um, malware that's being developed because malware is always constantly evolving. Um, and it will tell you also if you have plugins installed that need an update. 
if you have plugins that have not been maintained in the last couple of years by the developer. Um, and those things are, you know, security concerns associated with that. And it will also um, tell you, you know, update your themes, all of that kind of stuff. And, and your core files too. It'll tell you if your core is not updated because primarily when we see hacked sites, that's how we're getting in. Yeah. Well, let's, let's take, go at this from another angle, which, I know you have experience as an agency person. I've uh, I was a WordPress freelancer and I built up an agency, and then kind of transitioned to a product company. But I know what it's like to work with clients of all different sizes, and people need more often than just the initial website and the launch. And a lot of agencies or freelancers are trying to figure out how to add value through an ongoing monthly or whatever. A recurring maintenance package. You mentioned one of the security concerns is plugins being out of date, WordPress being out of date. Yeah. We've got a busy website owner who is, you know, wants to invest in security and recurring, even if there's a recurring monthly cost or whatever. How how would you advise the, that person building a service around WordPress updates? What can they do from a security perspective? What can okay. they put in the package? Sure. Definitely. Um, all right. So I work with a number of eight different agencies. I've also had some agency background. Um, my first real uh, web job uh, was working with United Airlines for an agency, and I was the project manager um, running running a group of programmers and designers, helping United um, maintain their sites and develop new I mean, what, what's a website? It is basically a reflection of your business. And what's your business? It's an organically, constantly evolving entity. It doesn't just stay static. If you stay static, then your competition will eventually beat you out. So you, you, you have to constantly be evolving your business and your website has to reflect that. So it's going to constantly be in a state of flux. If you don't have maintenance, you know, managing that flux, managing the organic growth of your business and as it's reflected out in your website, then your website becomes stale and outdated and all of a sudden it looks like GeoCities 1999 and you don't really know how that happened. Um, so that's one of the reasons why maintenance is so important. In order for a website to really drive traffic, to really convert your customers into a place where um, where they're they're buying from you and they feel engaged with you, it has to reflect your business. Um, I think that's the number one thing that small businesses want to hear from a website developer is that you're going to help my business grow. You're going to help my business be all that it is. Security, they you know, it's like the car insurance thing. Nobody wants to talk about it, but everybody has to have it. Um, and security, but, but the big risk is if you don't have that insurance, if you don't have that assurance that your site's going to stay safe, it's going to cost you and it's going to cost you dearly. So it's important to have, you know, locks on the, the storefront of your business to make sure that nobody can get in. It's important to assess those locks because, you know, security is changing all the time and vulnerabilities. And in the open source world with WordPress, vulnerabilities are discovered all the time. You can go to a website, um, WPVulnDB. It's WordPress Vulnerability Database. Go in there and look at 
any web, any plugin, any theme, and you're probably going to find a vulnerability that has existed at some point in time. You never know when a plugin that you have on your site is going to be the next one with a vulnerability. Of course, unless you have WordFront scanning and it's telling you that you're, you've got a problem. Um, so communicating that importance of security as well as having a website that is organically reflecting that small business and, and what they want to do and serving their customers, I think is how you communicate and how you position maintenance services to a client. That is awesome. That is, that is uh, very valuable for those looking to build a you know, ongoing value. Because what people want, I find it is in the agency world in ways, is they don't just want a website, they want a technology partner who has their best interests at heart. And they, they need that person to advise, recommend, be built on solid processes and best practices. It's not just, a, it doesn't have to be just a website. Exactly. Exactly. And they, I mean, they, what are they, what is a small business doing? They're growing their business. They're connecting with their customers. They're making sales and they're serving their customer, which may or may not relate to the website. You know, they, they don't want to have to know about, you know, what SQL injection vulnerability exists. But as a website developer, if you're using the tools that are available to you, you know about that. All of a sudden now you're the expert and you develop, it just takes a couple of times of saying, you know, I saved your bacon on this for for your customer to realize that you are their partner and that you've got their back and that you're watching out for their site for them so they don't have to worry about it. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I know you also have a talent in streamlining processes. Can you talk about that? <laughs> well, you, you don't want to recreate the wheel for every single customer, right? Yeah. I mean, you, as as an agency, you you have a prospect that comes in. The first customer is going to be the hardest because you're going to set up a number of systems in order to take care of that customer. But after that, every customer that comes in, you have to kind of look at it from the very get-go and say, okay, how does how does the service that I've created for customer A, how is that going to serve customer B? And you then create processes where you are actually taking one process for one customer and replicating that because it, it's just kind of like what the bot guy is doing. You, it's order of scale. So you have one customer. You don't try to be anything, everything to that customer. But if you can develop some systems so that it is applicable across all sites. It's why so many agencies just standardize on WordPress and aren't going to like Joomla or Drupal, even though they may have a customer that, you know, is best served by what Drupal has to offer. You're the Word, WordPress person and you're standardizing on that and you're standardizing on, you know, WordFonts as your security tool and you're standardizing on this theme because you know it inside and out, backwards and forwards, and you have your package of what you bring to the table. And when you do that, then, you know, every time you have a new customer, you're, it, it just becomes easier and easier. So, you know, basically you, you just have to, it went at, but you have to do that at the start, just like selling services or selling maintenance. It's not something that if you have a customer that you developed a website for two years ago, and, you know, they're not maintaining it. Um, it's really hard to convince them that they need maintenance um, unless you can tie it to their business growth. 
Um, they have maybe haven't been hacked. They don't see the need for any of this stuff. They don't see, well, we've gone this far without car insurance. What do we need it for now? And so you have to sell it at the get-go when you're developing a new site for someone and why maintenance is important. And you sell it as a package so that you go from development into launch into maintenance. And it's a seam streamlined process there from the beginning. Otherwise it, it, it's like you have to do an entirely different sales job for the maintenance side of things if you don't include it from the beginning. Words of wisdom there. I wish I had heard that advice a long time ago. I, uh, I remember this was a, a long time ago, I think 2010 or so. I had a bunch of clients and um, there was like a, some articles going viral about some botnet and all of a sudden everybody with a WordPress website was really um, concerned with security or getting hacked and everything. And, and yeah. I was able to, you know, suggest some work to um, my clients that, hey, we should probably do this. So I, again, I was not doing it like you said, I had to go through another sales cycle and present this thing and then optimize the security. And that's how I first started learning about WordPress security and what was going on. But if I had known what, I, what you were just talking about, about really building that into the design from the start, um, that it would have been easier and even more recurring revenue or whatever. Right, so. right. And recurring revenue for an agency is so important because what you know what you end up doing is you sell this this ball of development, right? And so you go through a sales process, you sell it, and it's like, oh wow, now I've got to get it done, <laughs> right? And then your focus turns towards getting it done, and you're not selling, you know, the next customer. So then your income start and your cash flow starts getting really peaks and valleys. And if you have maintenance and you've got a streamlined process to deal with that maintenance so that it's easy for you that that you know just like like cleaning hack sites is super easy for me because I've done it so many times I know you know when I get in there I've done it so many times it's easy you get your maintenance to that place where it's just easy to do but you're charging enough that it's going to you know, stabilize your income, then you can have more fun. I, I never liked doing maintenance. That was like the most boring. I didn't want to even sell it because it's like, oh, this is the most boring thing ever. I wanted to build like the latest and greatest, yeah. newest thing. I wanted to try out all the new CSS tricks and all the fun stuff, right? Maintenance sounds so boring and it is so boring, but if you can streamline it, it really, it's like doing accounting, you know? It's like, oh my gosh, taxes are due. I've got this mountain of receipts that I have to go through or are you doing it every single day and you've got a process down where you're like filing away everything where it's supposed to be and so like when you finally get to the point where you have to do taxes all the numbers are right there and you just copy it where it needs to go if you do a little at a time it makes it a lot easier rather than trying to like do this giant thing wow that's that is really solid there um i wanted to ask you here's a surprise bonus round question the <laughs> um so one of the things in the online course, the training-based membership site industry, one of the reasons some people either just start with a WordPress LMS or make the move from a hosted platform is that, well, they want, there's a lot of reasons they make that move. They want, you know, unlimited extendability, design, branding freedom, functionality freedom. They want to own the website. They want, they don't want somebody else um, who has their hand in the revenue stream or, and they, um, 
they just want to have the control of the ownership and everything. But with all those benefits, you do have more technical responsibility yeah. of, okay, now it's your website. You're not just paying monthly for access to basically somebody else's website. Um, and one of the concerns there is some people say, well, WordPress isn't secure, but the reality, can you speak to that? Like is WordPress any more or less secure than any other thing on the internet or just in general, where does WordPress sit in terms of security with the greater web as a whole, whether that's email accounts or Facebook or whatever else people are using all the time? Yeah. Um, our answer to is WordPress secure is yes, WordPress is a secure platform, but what, my joke is WordPress is awesome because it lets anybody publish online. Oh my God, WordPress is horrible. It lets everyone publish <laughs> online, right? Yeah. So you, you've got, it's, it's a double-edged sword. It, it has the ability to, and I love that about it, it, about WordPress is that it gives that five, I mean, I started blogging back when like it was movable type and you had to like FTP this monstrosity up and it was just, it was really huge. And when WordPress came along and it was fast and it was easy and it made getting online very simple. But once it's in your hands, it is your site, right? It's your responsibility. It's your responsibility to look at the plugins that you're putting on your site. It's your responsibility to keep everything updated. And the great thing about what WordFence does is that it gives those, it gives all that knowledge and the tools necessary to make good security decisions into the palms of the hands of the people who need it most. Um, and that's, you know, the site owner, <laughs> the person who's like, well, I've got a website. Isn't this great? And, you know, is on version, you know, three, nine or something. And they're just not maintaining it. WordPress will, WordFence will yell at you until you update everything. And it can, it will just nag you until, you know, all of your plugins and all of your themes and, and WordPress core are updated. But if you're not update, if you basically WordPress is secure. But if you're not making good security decisions and are using bad passwords or, you know, sharing passwords or I was at a meetup once, actually, and I was helping a woman with her WordPress install and she gives me her password and she's like, oh, it's the password I use for everything. <laughs> like, Please don't tell me this. Yeah. I don't want to know your password for everything. So WordPress is secure for this lady. Unfortunately, it's not because she's really just telling people her password, but then, you know, also her bank account probably isn't secure either. So that's it. That's, that's good stuff. What, um, what are just some general security best practices that people should just be mindful of? Like, I don't know, like strong passwords maybe, or what are unique passwords? Like in the example you just described, yeah. Um, what else? What are some good security best practices just for yeah. anybody running an online business where, where you've got a WordPress website involved? Sure. Um, there are some general principles that um, my brain is spinning right now because they're so simple, <laughs> yeah. um, but they're so important. And security is a balance between accessibility and um, and security, you know, I mean, the most secure computer that exists is buried, you know, six feet under and encased in cement. <laughs> That's secure, right? <laughs> it's completely yeah. unusable, but it's really secure. Um, so yeah, password reuse is something that we've seen. We've seen a lot. And with all of the data breaches that have been happening in the past couple of years, um, there's a website called Have I Been Pwned? 
And if you go put your email address in, it will tell you all the lovely websites that you've given credentials to that have been hacked and have had data breaches. So like one of the most, I was affected by it as well as Adobe a few years ago. Um, Adobe um, had an intrusion and credit card data was stolen and passwords. Um, so you have to assume that any website that you're going to and you're putting a password in and you're adding credentials, assume that's going to get hacked. Assume that password will someday be known. Do you want that to be the same password that you're using for your bank? Or your PayPal or account. Your PayPal account. <laughs> yeah. um, you don't want to use the same password everywhere. If a service allows you to, to use multi-factor authentication with either SMS, which is less secure, but um, like the Reddit hack that happened earlier this year, that was due to SM they had two-factor authentication, but they had an SMS issue and, and a breach happened there. So, so just, to, just to clarify for anybody who doesn't know that term, two-factor authentication is where you log into something, like you can set your Gmail to do this, where in addition to just logging in, it's gonna send you a verification code by text message or, or whatever. So yes. that's like, so there's two steps that prevents you. Because once somebody has hold of your email account, if you're going to uh, extra protect something, definitely start with your email account because that's where all the password reset emails go and everything. So exactly. Once yes. people have that, they can get to a lot of places. Exactly. Like, yeah. So your, your email, be, making sure your email is secure, making sure you, that your cell phone is secure. Those things just... Fort Knox on those. But yeah, you, you definitely want to have, and everything else, two-factor authentication, because if your password ends up in a breach, it just gives you that extra layer of security. They can have your password, but if they don't have the multi-factor authentication algorithm going on. And there, there's password managers like 1Password that have the two-factor thing. It's, it's a little complex to set it up, but you can set it up in the 1Password application so that you know, you're not using your cell phone or go needing Google Authenticator. Um, so that's that's something really good to do. But, you know, a lot of, you know, like my bank doesn't even have two-factor. I have like secret message, you know, like, <laughs> who's your favorite rock star? <laughs> like, I heard something I the other day. Scared. I heard something the other day that uh, was really interesting, which was there's all these like quizzes on the internet, like yes. combine your home street name with, your mother's main name and that's your rock star name or whatever. And that's really actually like, uh, th that could be like somebody or some bot or something collecting the same questions your bank uses to be like, ask your secret security question. Like what street did you live on when you grew up? Yeah, I was like, definitely. Oh, I'm never taking one of those quizzes again. Exactly. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I had one um, with a, a credit card company. What's your first concert? And I'm like, oh my gosh, I bet you I did that on Facebook over the last 10 years, right? <laughs> yeah. Somebody probably knows that. So yeah. yeah, I mean, those types of things um, are really fun. But who who's on the other side of all of those quizzes? Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm not entirely sure. Um, I guess I could research it, but it's just better to keep keep all of that information, your mother's maiden name, you know, your phone number when you were a kid, your best friend from childhood, all of that stuff. Just nobody needs to know. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. Well, Kathy, thank you so much for, I feel like this has been a gold mine of best, better, you know, security practices. For those of you listening, I would encourage you to check out WordFence. You can download the free plugin where you get the plugins, check out what they offer with premium 
How else can people connect with you on the internet? Um, I'm on Twitter, Kathy Zant, Instagram. I'm Kathy Zant everywhere. I have um, my website, zant.com. Um, and, but most of the time I'm working. I really love my job. I really love the company I'm working for. They have incredible integrity. So I'm very active with uh, WordFence and very happy to be there. And I'm very happy to have been on the podcast. Very thankful to be here. All right. Thanks, Kathy. Thank you. And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I hope you enjoyed the show. This show was brought to you by Lifter LMS, the number one tool for creating, selling, and protecting engaging online courses to help you get more revenue, freedom, and impact in your life. Head on over to lifterlms.com and get the best gear for your course creator journey. Let's build the most engaging results getting courses on the internet.